You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, I am so glad you pressed play on this episode. You are going to absolutely love this one. Sarah is a former client of mine who worked together with me for, I think we worked together for about two years. And in that time, she's had the most incredible transformation, the most amazing journey that she so generously came on to share with you guys. And I'm so grateful to her for being so open and honest and candid in this conversation that we had, because the goal is for you to really see the behind the scenes of what it takes to build a sustainable business. And Sarah's business, which started off first as a product business, and then she sold that side of the business and started selling online courses, teaching other people sewing and pattern cutting. And then she recently pivoted just now, very recently, to teaching other people how to do what she does. That is to sell online courses for creatives specifically. And that whole journey has had so many ups and downs and lessons. And she is just incredible in being open and honest in sharing all of that, including the things that got her here. And you're going to hear us talk about how she was charging 35 pounds for her courses when we started working together and how she was able to then have the mindset shifts and the confidence to now charge over 500 pounds. And the way that she has evolved her business to support her in working less and just working more flexibly and the way that she has built up ways to support her business to really give her back more time freedom like funnels and evergreen programs and all of the mindset shifts that took to get there. And I'm just so excited for you to tune in and to hear this conversation and to hear about all of the steps on her journey and just how she went from doing like 1500 pounds a month or so, or even less to now making a very sustainable income that supports her to be completely location independent. And in fact, when we recorded this episode, she was tuning in from Bali. And it's just been so great to watch. And I'm so excited that now we get to kind of look back and share the lessons from these last few years with you. So you can tune in and you can really take away what you can that's going to support you in building your business. And just before you press play on the rest of the interview, or I should say continue to listen, I want to let you know that the Magnetic Mastermind is enrolling for its next cohort. We are doing a three-month cohort starting May, and if it's something that you are interested in, I highly recommend that you go into the show notes and check out the application form with all the details and apply. If it is something that 
you are feeling called to. And if you're not sure, if you want to have a chat to me, you're welcome to hop into my DMs and I can answer any questions for you. So without further ado, here is the lovely, incredible Sarah. Welcome to the show. I have been waiting for this day for years now, and I'm so happy you are here. I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe like how long I worked with you. It's crazy. Yes. Well, let's tell everyone how long have we worked together? So I think we worked together for two years and we've just had like I haven't worked with you for like the last six months, basically until you had your baby. Yes. I was working with you for like two years. It's crazy. I just kept hopping on to the next thing you opened up. (laughs) Yeah. So you started in one-on-one. We did two. Did we do two or three rounds of one-on-one? I can't recall. I think two. I remember. I feel like it all kind of merged into one. It did. You just did. So it was like, I think two maybe rounds of one-on-one. And then we did two rounds of the mastermind. And you've been in all the programs. So you are like an expert on all the things. So I'm really excited to have you here, but more excited to hear your story and really get to share your story because you've come so far in these two years, but also in just even how you got to your online business now and where you were when we started working together. And we were just talking before we pressed record about how much you were charging so you can share that later (laughs) and the pricing and all the things and then just where you are now in not just your offers but the way you work and the way you've set up your business and just how you've built it out and everything and I just feel like you're a wealth of knowledge and a really testament to people that are maybe sitting in your position from two years ago going can I do this can I build this out can I make this work can I have the life that I desire and what does it take to get there? Like, am I going to burn out? Am I going to, like, what's the road looks like? And we both know it's not always smooth. Like there is rockiness Mm -hmm. to the road, but it's so worth it. So I'm really excited to have you here because even just as you sit here, you're in Bali. So tell everyone. Right. (laughs) What is going on? It's crazy. Yes. I think like, I've always been the kind of person to have crazy dreams and then I just randomly go for them and people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just sort of, you know, stumble along. So I just kind of had this dream of I wanted to not work for someone else. At the time I was working in a job that not I hated, but the atmosphere was horrible. It was in fashion. It was very fashion fashion-y atmosphere and ironically actually my friend who I used to sit next to is currently sat in the villa I'm in and I used to tell him all my dreams which is like crazy and he's now here visiting us here which is crazy but yeah I just had a dream of wanting a better life like not a life where I was working like nine until 11 hated getting up in the mornings hated waking up to an alarm clock not excited to go into work like terrified I really struggled with anxiety. I struggled with confidence, so many things. But I just had a dream where I was like, I want to travel the world. I want to see the world. But I also want to have a career. Well, what I thought of as a career, okay, like earning money, not necessarily like sitting at an office. That just wasn't me. 
So I started off, I remember when we first started working together, I actually had a product side of my business where I sold like ethical sewing supplies. And I started off with that. It was kind of like a side hustle. And every day at lunchtime, my friend who sat here would come with me to the post office and I'd take the orders. But I knew that just wouldn't be sustainable because you have to go to the post office all the time. Like you had to be in a location. I didn't necessarily want that, but I didn't know another way. And then stuff kind of happened with my family. My parents broke up and everything kind of changed. And I was like, this is my permission slip to literally do what I want and not necessarily worry about what everyone else thought. So me and Louis, my fiance, like sat down at Christmas. We were on our own because we were like, let's just have Christmas on our own, make it easy. And we thought, let's just go for it. Like, let's quit our jobs. Let's go and travel before we want to have kids. and. We just did it. We got a one-way ticket to Bali. Everyone asked us, like, how do you work remotely? I remember we had our leaving due. And the one thing everybody pretty much asked us was, like, how do you work remotely? And I know that sounds crazy now because everyone knows. Yeah. But we literally, like, we were going to do, like, wheels weren't a thing then, but we were going to do, like, a funny YouTube where, like, one of us opened our laptop and pressed the on button and then logged into our emails (laughs) and was like, this is how. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows now. So it's like, yeah, this not was pre COVID. This was pre everything. Yeah. So this wasn't a time when people worked remotely. Like it wasn't a thing. It was like the dream. Yeah. It was so weird to think that now this is in a way the normal. People yeah. get it. It's super cool. And I remember um, when I was getting the tube to my job, I had like these ideas of sharing online pattern cutting courses. And that would have been my dream for like five years. And I wrote down like what I wanted to have in the course. And I said, oh, it would be on Skype because that would be of the days of Skype. I was like, how is anyone going to understand how this all works? Fast forward to now, everyone understands how it works. But yeah, anyway, so we got our one-way ticket to Bali. We traveled really slowly because we wanted to work at the same time. So rather than just like running down our bank account, we wanted to try and keep it like level if we could. Um, So we both sort of like, fumbled around working a bit. I did like the product side. I started selling some printables online. And then I remember getting to Thailand and I just thought like, oh my God, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to create these online courses that I've always wanted to do. And I got out the biggest piece of paper. I went to the art shop there, bought the biggest piece of paper and just wrote down everything on my mind on it and everything I wanted to put in the course. And I had like a screenshot of it I took a story of it and I found it the other day. I was like, oh my God, that's where it like all started. That one piece of paper. Um, And then I just decision that changes your life. Yeah, one decision, pivotal, And you didn't even realize it at the time. No, I didn't. Yeah, I was thinking earlier, I was like, oh, lucky I did a little story of it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yeah, so then I just started writing the courses and I make it sound simple, but I really just didn't really know what I was doing, didn't really know the structure, but I kind of knew what I needed to teach because I taught it in person to struggling fashion students in the UK and I taught it to like at-home sewers a bit. So I kind of knew what people needed to know. So I just sort of fumbled it together and tried to work out the steps they needed to go through to be able to do what they needed to do. And then launched my first course and it so happened that was the week we went into lockdown in the UK and like we came back from traveling because we thought it'd be safer to be back home. So we came back from traveling 
And everyone thought, oh, it's because of COVID you've done this. I was like, no, no, no. I've been working at this for months. <laughs> at the time, I was terrified to charge for my course. Like, I remember speaking to Louis being like, do you think anyone will buy it if I charge like £35 for my course, £50 for my course? I was terrified. And I remember when you asked me how much I charged for my first course, I couldn't tell you because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I remember that we had a conversation. You were like inquiring about working together and I was like, cool, so what are your prices like now? And you were like, well, they're kind of low and I really want to up them. And I was like, what's that? How much? And you were like, just like flopped over it. And I never really knew until like, later when you disclose the actual number and I was like what (laughs) I know right what was I thinking and there was so much that went into them and that was a Um, mindset thing though wasn't it because it wasn't the value in the course the course was so valuable that was really a mindset thing that we're going to talk about in a minute as well yeah hugely like after the launch of the first course like it wasn't bad like I still had like 15 people sign up I mean no one could have signed up but I still had people sign up and ask for it and I hadn't really promoted it because I didn't understand all that I didn't know how to do it and I also had never showed my face on stories so I did all of this without showing my face on stories but I knew after that launch I was like I literally cannot carry on doing what I'm doing and at the time the product side of the business was going crazy and it just felt like logistics nightmare dealing with customer services people were annoyed because of the world and like that was being taken out on me because their orders were taking longer Mm. and I was just like oh my gosh everything's like coming down on me and I wasn't at where I wanted to be so I started looking for people on Instagram and I have no idea how I found you But I think maybe either you found me or I was started looking for like people who knew how to do what I was doing. I didn't know what I was searching for though. And then I think we just started talking and I was like, I need to like get some help to learn how to do what I really want to do. Cause I couldn't have carried on. Like I literally, and I think maybe one and a half thousand pounds, which is what like $2,000 from that launch. But bear in mind that would take me like a few months because I didn't know what I was doing so I wasted so much time I couldn't have carried on doing it like that so yeah I knew I needed to get some help (laughs) and that was well exactly like two and a half years ago now basically and so much has changed since then so maybe do a little fast forward of what business looks like now and then we'll go back to how you got there because I think it's so incredible for someone to have that snapshot of what it was like and we're all there we're all go through that phase of that starting phase so maybe yeah. someone's listening and they're in that phase or they're just getting out of that phase it doesn't matter but give us a little snapshot of what it's like yeah so two years later and it was literally two years to the day since I launched that 35 pound course. (laughs) Um, I did a little celebratory launch last week for a mini course, charged a lot more for that, got nearly 50 people in it with ease. So I now have three courses, two signature ones, one that's on a funnel behind the scenes that you helped me set up during the mastermind and one that I just launch every now and then. And then I also now crazy enough and I would never imagine this two years ago show other creative people how to turn their passion into profit which is why I have a course called passion to profit that I'm launching at the moment which is super exciting like I can't imagine it and 
also one thing I would say is like I'm saying like courses and things like that but I was writing a post earlier and I wrote the two things that are the biggest things that I value the most in my business aren't actually anything to do with the figures the money the courses necessarily it's actually how much my confidence has changed like I would never have done this two years ago and how much the confidence in my students have changed like those are the things that I value the most and what I do and like mean the most to me yes I love that Sarah oh my god it's so beautiful and you didn't show your face on stories like you were saying (laughs) and I recall you saying to me when we were chatting about working together you were like I don't know how to show up on Instagram stories I don't even know what to say it feels really scary and now I watch your stories and I I like point people to your stories I'm like go watch Sarah's (laughs) stories and this is how you sell I remember when we were in the mastermind people were launching and you were like you'd be launching at the same time and I I'd be like, okay, like just go watch Sarah's stories. And like, that's what you need to do during a launch. Cause you, I just like, you do it so beautifully in such a magnetic, really engaging way where I feel really warm when I'm watching your stories. Like it's really inviting, like a really nice place to be. Just even that one little thing is massive difference, but just in the confidence in executing in all the, the way you've built out your office suite in ways that you really love and just, yeah, like the way you um, hold your students through your programs and how much you really care about them. Like that's always been something that stood out to me about you and how you really want to help people, whether it is the sewing side, like you want to help them create the things they love. And when we were doing messaging exercises, it's like, I really want them to feel good in their clothes. And that was the core thing. It wasn't like, let me just make a lot of money of this. And like I always say, when you do what you love and you do it from a place of service, the money comes, the people come. And now you're teaching people how to do what you do. You're teaching people how to create these courses and it's the same thing. So it's such a beautiful journey and it's just really nice to be able to share this with other people and for them to hear it. Yeah. And I think I maybe wasn't like the generic person because I came in with such a weird niche, I guess. Yes. And you're probably like, who is this person? Like, yes, you're like, I need to, I want to sell sewing pattern cutting <laughs> courses. And I was like, Googling like pattern cutting. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, no. And I think that's also what I really love sharing about your story. And you know that I use you as an example in so many of my <laughs> um, courses and programs because your niche is so unique. Because people ask me all the time, I have a, a weird niche, quote unquote can I make it work? You know, like I'm not into business coaching and I sell X, Y, Z, but you know, I'm like, well, I had a student and she was like teaching people how to do pattern cutting. Like that's as unique as it gets. And they're like, well, people won't pay more than X, Y, Z for this. And I'm like, well, Sarah went from charging what? 35 pounds to what? (laughs) how much is one of your courses? It's like 400 and something, isn't it? Yeah. Like 500. Yeah. And it's like people pay for it because they see the value because they get the value out of it and they're happy to pay for it. They're like excited that you get people on wait lists and they're jumping in. They're like, when is this opening? And it's not like I need to force them to buy. You're actually showing up and selling out of service and you're excited to sell to them. And I haven't heard you talk about pricing as a block for a long time. Like say like, I think it's too expensive. It's just you know that it's so worth it and it's going to serve people. Definitely. And it's like the one thing I remember now is, I think you said it to me before, which is 
people never know the value of something until they're at the end of it. So you've got to tell them the value of it, which is what I always remember when I'm thinking like, will people pay? I'm like, well, I know the value and they'll realize the value at the end and they'll realize that it's worth way more. Yeah. It's mindset, isn't it? It is. It's all mindset. It so is. Absolutely. So you're at the end now. Well, at the end, you're still at the beginning, (laughs) but we're two years later. And the other thing that I like really loved about your journey is your, the structure of your business. Like when we started working together, you didn't really have anyone in your business that you were delegating to. Like you didn't have any help. You were working like not like super long hours, like corporate, but like longer than you would have liked. And I remember we talked about, well, how do we scale that down? How do we actually create this lifestyle where you only work a few days a week or you're working every day, but like a few hours and you still have the time to do what you love. So what does it look like now? Yeah. So now it looks so much more spacious. I sold the product side part of my business so I don't have that anymore and I you're the one who said to me you can sell it I was like what I can sell my business like I would never have dreamt of that I was just gonna like run it down until it was yeah you were like no make money from it what are you doing so yeah crazily enough I sold part of my business which was the product side so I don't do any of that anymore which means I can be completely location independent I'm now, as you said, sat in Bali, whereas I'm from the UK, I have a house in the UK, but I can work from wherever. I can literally open my laptop on a beach and work from that. It's crazy. Like I never thought I'd be able to say that. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of like the hours I work a week, I probably work around 20 hours-ish a week. Sometimes it's a little bit more, sometimes it's a bit less, but I make sure it's very flexible. So If I want to jump in the pool, I'll jump in the pool. Or if I want to go to the gym, I'll go to the gym. And I think one thing we're taught is you have to be sat at a desk to get your best ideas, but you really don't. And I've looked a lot into my human design since the masterclass and the mastermind, actually. There was one in the mastermind. And that really opened my eyes to like how I'm kind of programmed, I guess. And I realized that my design, what was it? Money generator. Ah, yes. Okay. I recall now. Yes. And I'm a generator. So we operate very, very similarly. Yeah. No, it's really cool. I find it so fascinating. And I remember one bit, the money generators was like, your best ideas come when you're living your life. So now when I get stuck on something, rather than just sitting on my laptop thinking it'll come, it'll come, I'll go jump in the pool or go and do my life. And then I'll get my post idea and I'll write my post there. And it's just, yeah, my life is a lot more like flexible. I feel like a lot more spacious, a lot more confident. Yeah, completely changed. It's crazy. I love that. And I I couldn't agree more. It's so true that I honestly think even regardless of human design, like your best ideas are not going to come when you're just sitting in front of your computer hoping that your best idea is going to (laughs) come. Like that's not how it works. (laughs) No, but we're kind of taught that, aren't we? We're like taught if you're not sat at a desk, you're not working. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And especially coming from a corporate background or like a nine to five background, it's like you're only productive when you're when you're there. 
when you're at your computer and that's work and you need to put in the hours and even the whole like, you know, work hard and build your dream and da da da. Like, I don't feel like I'm working when I'm working. It's just a blend of my life. Like, it yeah. all just blends into one. And if I do longer days or shorter days, I don't even pay attention anymore because it's just, it's my life. It's not like now I'm working, now I'm doing things. I'm like, it's just yeah. all one thing. I think that's why I can't really tell what times I'm working and what I'm not because it all kind of just flows. Like on Fridays, I don't really work. I think like you don't really work. Yeah. Like you just check in with your clients and stuff. I tried to do the same. And I remember last Friday we got a scooter. Well, we were driving the scooter to like the rainforest and I was like, oh, I've got a post idea. So I just quickly like write on my phone, sat on the back of a scooter. I'm like, this is my work. This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's that moment of like, what? This is what I get to do. Yeah. So cool. So amazing. So Sarah, I wanted to ask you your perspective on what you think the things that really got you to kind of where you are now, where you went from not really knowing how to sell and market your offer and having price points that were not aligned and offers. And I mean, you actually only had the one offer created, I think, which was a mini course to now having a full product suite, to having more aligned prices, to having a business where you're working the the way you want to work with all the flexibility. So what would you say are the kind of two, three big things that helped you get here? I think the first thing has to be mindset, confidence. Like without that, like I could learn all the strategy in the world, like a textbook exam and get nowhere. (laughs) So I think that has to be the biggest thing, like mindset of like knowing I know enough, mindset of knowing I've got the confidence, like mindset has to be the core of all of it. What would you say got you that mindset like what would what were the things that shifted the mindset and cemented it in if someone's like okay mindset but how do I do it like what do I do what would be the things for you because it's very personal to every person but for you what were the things that really helped you cement it in I think definitely getting support from you that just really gave me someone to like say I don't feel confident doing this and like gave me that safe space I needed Whereas I was just on my own and just like in a little ball of anxiety on my own otherwise. And also just realizing like it is safe to be like, I struggle with anxiety. Like I did not say that for years. I think I maybe only said that after we started working together, I realized it was a thing. Yeah. So definitely having support. And then the other thing was like looking for evidence that it's not that scary and that you're helping other people to do what they've always wanted to do. And I think one of the things you told me to do was like do a wins wall. So like where you write down like evidence of wins, like even if it's just like someone sending you a DM being like, oh, this tip was really helpful. Like a comment on a post, like starting to build the evidence that you're safe and what you're sharing is doing good in the world. And then that started to build my confidence. Those I think were the two biggest things. I love that. And I like that you mentioned just also acknowledging the things like anxiety, like things that we struggle with and not making it mean that it's something bad or wrong with us or like something to hide or shameful or whatever stories we tell, but being like, hey, that's something I struggle with and that's okay. I can still be successful even if I have anxiety, like even if I struggle with that. 
Yeah, definitely. Like another thing I struggle with is dyslexia. Like I've never done the test because I don't see the point of spending the thousand pounds to be told I've got dyslexia. (laughs) But I always thought that would stop me writing emails, writing posts, sharing stories. But I learned that it doesn't matter if I do a wrong spelling mistake. And even if someone brings it up to me, then I'm like, I struggle with dyslexia. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. I understand. Love that. Yes. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe I struggle with dyslexia too because I have a million spelling mistakes always in my content. (laughs) And I always say to myself, like, people don't care. Just post it. Don't worry about it. Like, people don't care. Um, No, I don't even know that. (laughs) I don't think they do. It's true. It's so true. Yeah. I really, really like that you said that. So it was a mindset. So what were the other things? So the other things were just learning the strategy and I guess the mindset behind the strategy, like why you're doing it in terms of like sales things, like what's the psychology behind it? Like how does the mind work? I also find that really, really interesting. So that means I remember things. Like I am terrible at remembering dates, which is why like history is just not my thing. (laughs) I cannot remember dates, but if I understand like what's going on behind it, I can then remember the format of something or why you're doing something. So I think that definitely shifted everything, like understanding like there's a bio cycle or bio awareness and all those kind of things meant, oh, right. Okay. So this is why I need to make this content to lead up to this or this to lead up to this. That definitely like shifted. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And like, that was something for me as well. When I was starting learning how people buy, I was like, Oh, I see what I've been doing wrong. Like I've been doing this wrong backwards. And it is such a, it's, it's so beneficial to know the why, not just the how, like, well, just do X, Y, Z, but like, why do we do that? And then you can mix and play with it. It doesn't have to be rigid anymore when you have the why behind it. Anything else? Is there a third thing? The other thing I guess would be in terms of like getting my business to where it's at now. So I'm not working so much would be the kind of things I've got going on behind the scenes. So the things that I don't necessarily share on stories like the funnels or the little add-on things. So for the last launch I did, I launched my mini course. But then at the checkout, there's like, a bolt on you can do to help you get more out of the course. Like those things like that really support your business and are so easy to set up or like a funnel. I have my funnel going in the background for like my signature pattern cutting course. And that has really just given me that kind of, I guess like safety net of like, I'm going to earn this amount a month pretty much guaranteed. And I'm going to help this number of students pretty much guaranteed. And it just kind of rolls in the background. So if one month I'm like, actually, I want to take a step back and travel, I can. Or if another month I'm like, I want to launch at the same time, it's running in the background. So I've just got it there. I love the passive funnel you implemented because that came as a result of not just you being like, I want a passive funnel. I'm going to create a passive funnel. We actually launched that course two or three times. Is that right? There was a few launches. Mm -hmm. So you did a few of the live launches. You really perfected that course and you really knew that it was going to just absolutely blow people away, really help them. And then it was like, okay, well, let's put it on a funnel. So it's always available for people to sign up. They can always get into it. And it was going to really serve you in your business because it was going to give you, like you said, that safety net, that like, 
it's passive. I'm not doing anything and people are going to come in and I'm going to have this like income stream that's going to support me. And that started small, but I was, I was reading, I don't know where you wrote it, but you've made like over 25,000 pounds from that panel now. Is that right? Yeah. Did I read that correct? <laughs> yeah. So I was using the tracker. You gave yeah. us the mastermind. I remember thinking, what on earth does this tracker do? But now I use <laughs> We're it. all about the numbers <laughs> and the data. <laughs> and I remember you being like, yeah, it'll make sense one day when you just try it. It'll make sense. It does make sense. That's no, great. <laughs> but yeah, I was like looking at figures and things like that because I was working out whether to do like a few ads towards it. I was like, wow, we've made like nearly, I think we're on nearly 30K from this funnel. So I don't do anything to market like through the sales process. I literally will say, oh, there's a free masterclass. And I have a VA who helps me out called Sophie. She's like incredible. And she literally just does new follower messages. So anyone who follows us, she'll send them a DM and then be like, do you want the link to the masterclass? That's all automated as well. And then this is how they get in the funnel and then purchase the course. So it's super juicy. Anyone listening, you should write this down. Yeah, I know. That was like gold dust, wasn't it? Oh my God, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, so we've made like 30 grand from it. I think we set it up in October, but just like had a few, I guess, like trial people go through it. We didn't really share it much. We only started properly sharing it after the last launch I did of um, the signature course design confidence in January. That's when we went full on, like, let's go for it and like, Amazing. let's share it. That's so incredible. I'm just so happy for you. And I love that you've implemented that. I really do, because that was one of our big focuses. How do we get more automations happening and really that time freedom? And it wasn't like, again, I really stress, it wasn't just like putting a random course in a funnel because you wanted to like get the money in. It was like, you put a course in that you knew was working. You knew the marketing behind it. You knew how to speak to the people and you knew people loved it and got great results and there was testimonials. And that's what I really think is probably why it's really blowing up because you did all of that work to now have (laughs) enjoyed the fruits of your labor, which you should, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think I remember trying it and I think I messaged you because me and my then boyfriend went on holiday and I think I messaged you being like, oh my God, I got a couple people like onto the funnel for the first time. And then like Louis proposed to me and I was like, oh my God, what is going on? This was like <laughs> mental. And like, obviously, cause it had been COVID, no one could go on holiday. And I was like, I can actually like be on holiday and still make money. And then like the best bit about it is that it means I have more time to like serve the people inside the course. So rather than Mm. like me necessarily sharing why the course is so good for them, I can then spend that time like sharing more information with them or like I do like a monthly live with them and everything. So it gives you back the time to do other things. And that's why I think funnels are so good. I totally agree. Like there is a whole uh, taboo for some people about funnels, like they're very impersonal, but I don't think they are at all. Like you said, you actually get to give back more when you're not spending all this time trying to market and be like, it's the best thing ever come in. <laughs> like when they come in, you can actually just serve them. Yeah, exactly. And I remember I did have to work through that mindset block because there is a very much like, like you say, taboo around funnels are bad. 
like automating someone getting into a course is bad, but in actual fact, it's really not. You're just getting back more of your time to do what you really know best, what to share with the world. Yes, absolutely. Agree. Wow. Okay. That was so good. And like, I feel like you definitely dropped in so many good gold nuggets for people in there as well (laughs) that I hope they're taking notes. So final question is, I'd love to know what were your big aha moment shifts? So over the kind of two years that you've been running this business or businesses now, you're doing both. What were your, like, maybe just like your one big aha moment shift, maybe whether it was in the mastermind or one-on-one or even just on your own, was there a big aha shift that you could share that would really help someone to maybe have that aha now? Putting you in the spot now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, no pressure. Um, (laughs) Biggest aha moment. Come actually from when I get messages from students being like this, like I saw one the other week on the private group from the funnel course, actually. And she literally wrote on there, like, this has changed my life. Like, I can create the clothes that I want to wear and dream of wearing. And you never, like, think that what you do can have that bigger impact on someone. I think that was, like, a huge, like, what I'm doing is truly valuable. And it is worth taking the risks, taking the gambles, you know, thinking, oh, I don't even know where my money's going to come from, but I'm going to do it. That's probably one of the biggest ones. And then I think the other big aha moments came from when I joined the first mastermind round. And before then, we'd just done one-on-one together. And I think I didn't realize how much I thought I was the only one who had these like limiting beliefs. But then joining the mastermind, I remember at first I was actually really scared to speak on that or to say anything because I was like, what if they judge me? Like, (laughs) what if I'm like the one asking the stupid questions or worrying the most or all those kind of things? And then I saw the other messages from everyone else. I was like, I'm not alone. Like you see the front, which is the Instagram from everyone, but you don't see the behind the scenes. Yeah, And that really changed how I felt and how I yeah, went about my business. And I was like, okay, like even if I think one day I did a mastermind and then someone was like, oh, like, why isn't this course free or something like that? And I remember coming into the mastermind or I did a masterclass, right? And I came into the mastermind chat and I was like, this lady wrote this and everyone on the masterclass could see. And it really threw me off, really, really threw me off. And everyone in there was like, if you've got a troll, that means you've made it. (laughs) (laughs) and I remember it was so good at reframing (laughs) it was it was so good and I remember just feeling like I had this safe space and I just wasn't alone and like any negative thoughts like you just don't see the behind the scenes of people's businesses or the worry or the oh my god like I did the wrong link and I sent it out to someone and does that matter and that completely changed stuff Yeah, I love that. And it's so true because it can be quite lonely in the online space. We're not really surrounded by people. Everything's virtual. And like you said, you're watching people's Instagram. You're like, they're killing it. They're like just so good. But you don't see the moments of 
like no one bought. I launched this thing and it's been a day and no one's bought or someone wants a refund because they think it's crap or someone's complained or all of this stuff. And like you really get to see it <laughs> up close and personal in a space like a mastermind. And you realize that actually it's not so scary. We all go through it like, and it's fine. And you get that support and it gives you that confidence. And I, I definitely felt the same when I joined Masterminds. I was like, oh, it's not just me. Thank God. <laughs> you know, I thought it was just me that had these, like I launched <laughs> and no one's bored. What do I do? So yeah, I'm really glad. And I do remember that it was a, like a shift from one-on-one to a mastermind. You said later, like, I'm really glad that I'm actually in a space and I didn't know how much I needed to be around other people and that it was like a really nice change. Definitely. Yeah. I think being around other people and also who are at your level and get what you do as well just yes. makes such a difference. Yes, totally. Totally. Oh, Sarah, this has been so amazing. It really has. I'm really grateful that you agreed to come on and that you shared your story and we're just so open and candid about your journey and gave all the tips and really like a beautiful insight into how you have just journeyed through this online business for the last couple of years. So now, usually at this point, people are like, how do I get more Sarah in my life? Where do we (laughs) find you? So tell us where we can find you because you've got the two businesses. So where can we find you in all the places? So in terms of like the sewing pattern cutting side, I have my Instagram, which is at like the normal handle at the sewing retreat. And there, if you are interested in pattern cutting, then there's a free masterclass, which you can watch and check out and then start to learn how to make your own sewing patterns. And then that other side, the business side, where I show people how to turn their passion into profit. I'm actually currently launching Passion to Profit 2.0, which I'm super excited about, which is where I show people how to create their own courses of their passion. And that you can find at Sarah and then an underscore and then my surname Rosala, which is a little link this. I will link all this. Yeah, (laughs) I will definitely say it's all going to be in the show notes. By the time you listen to this, go into the show notes and you'll have all of the links to all of the Sarahs everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's a funny surname. (laughs) Yay. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah. So yeah, I'll definitely um, check out the show notes. You can find Sarah on all those places. And if you are a creative, I highly recommend that you go and see what Sarah does and the way she teaches it and the way she shows up and like not only going to learn a lot from her free content and I watch your stories. I'm like, oh, this is so good. But (laughs) also taking that step. And if you do want to do what she does. And like, now, you know, it's possible. If you do want to be sitting in Bali or wherever you want to be doing and be location independent, then definitely like Sarah is a person you want to learn from. So there you go. I'll leave all the links and you can go and connect with her, but thank you for being here, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you inviting me here. Thank you. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.